Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Let's go! Here the ball, sends it over to Edward Robles, go! And Sergei Metzing! What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, is my best friend and uh, a, a loser of the Barcelona Real Madrid game that Real Madrid won three to one. Uh, El Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? Honestly, I didn't even know that was this weekend. I completely zoned out. I was with my kids. I did not even remotely even know about that until today. Okay, well, that's... I mean, it was something that we, we mentioned last episode, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, I was like, I was so out of it. Taking care of the kids. Making sure poop was not in, in their underwear and making sure that I was going to hit the toilet. You know, stuff, stuff like that. Fun. So, yeah. Diarrhea season is in full effect. Yeah, so... Hopefully your boys, are, uh, you figure out what's going on there, man, because... You know, yeah, that, that, yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah, but oh, yeah. anyways, I guess yeah. I, I guess I lost the bet. Yeah, lost the bet there. Oh, you 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 definitely are still behind in the tables. Um, yeah, right. Honestly, it's literally just a battle between you and Spencer to see who's not going to be last place. <laughs> because once again, I came. I am. I'm not. In the, I wasn't. In the, I didn't start the season with a negative. Um. Probably get a huge asterisk for that because obviously of the big lead that I that I was that was given to me, but uh, you know, well, I don't, I don't, I don't make the rules. Uh, I guess technically I do make the rules, but uh, that's not the point, man. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, this past weekend, I besides watching Real Madrid in Barcelona, um, I was helping my brother move into his new apartment. You know, that's always fun. Oh, yeah. Though, I will say, going down the stairs is definitely a lot easier than carrying a, a heavy drawer or dress. I don't know if it's a dresser, dresser or drawer. I think it's a dresser. I think that's like the proper term. But like the dress, a dresser down a flight of stairs is a lot easier than taking it up a flight of stairs. So definitely felt that to be easy. Easier than this time around, and then luckily this time, Edward's, uh, uh, Horace's new apartment is down on the first floor, so 
Didn't have to, didn't it wasn't have to climb. that bad. No climbing stairs this time. Uh, it's actually a pretty nice place. It's a very good location. It's a uh, you know over by TC Jester and I ten, so not too not too bad. But uh, I got the the thrill of being the U haul guy. And if anybody knows about driving the U haul, it sucks. It sucks. And I can't say anything because I also am the person that doesn't want to drive in front of a U-Haul. <laughs> so mm-hmm. people don't let you pass. Like you're trying to get into the next lane, no one lets you pass through the next lane. Yeah, you know, it's, it's great stuff when people see your turn signal turn on and they choose to speed up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So that sucked. And then also uh, the person I had to, to check out the the U-Haul, check the U-Haul back in. Uh, they were, they're a terrible person because, um, I accidentally left a table in the, in the, in the U-Haul that was going to be kept with, uh, with me. And, um, I asked the U-Haul, Hey, look, can I just drive it back home? I'm not that far from here. Um, and then I'll come right back. And she was like, well, you already checked it back in. So do you want to? They were just basically being dicks. Yeah, because they're like, you're gonna have to do another reservation. I'm like, I am not going to make another reservation just to come back down from three blocks. Mm-hmm. And so that was irritating. And so people got to watch me walk down, walk down Bissonnette, not that part of Bissonnette, <laughs> walk down Bissonnette with a uh, stainless steel table car- carrying on my back. No, oh, yeah, that was uh, that was something else. Yeah, it it, it was not fun. Um, and the worst part was that I had literally guys in trucks waving at me. Yeah, not to offer help or anything, just waving at me. Um, yeah, so an Amazon driver, an Amazon delivery driver, was you know going down the neighborhood making his rounds, and he. Literally has seen me like walking, like I think I, I would say at least two stop signs. At this point, I was in in the neighborhood, but like he's literally saw me walking with this, with carrying this thing on my back, and clearly I was in pain, um, because there was no comfort, there, there was no comfort way of carrying this table, um, and uh, and he looked at me, he's like, man, how far have you been, have you been walking? And I was like, basically three blocks. And he's just like, oh man, he's like, how much further you got? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I gotta go down this road, then make a left, and then go into like the neighborhood where the school is. And uh, he's like, oh okay. And then he just goes in his, it goes in his Amazon van, and just drives away. So I was like, what was the whole point of talking to me? <laughs> so I lost a little hey. faith in humanity that day. You mean more than you had already lost. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, well, then I was really thinking about it. I'm like, would I have? I mean, I, I guess now that I have a RAV4, maybe I would have. Maybe I would have, like, hey, where are you guys go? I guess pull like an El Salvador thing. Oh, yeah. Like, where are you going? Pull down here. Okay, I can take it. Um, well, you know, well, actually, in El Salvador, it'd be like, well, for $2, I can take you down here. Is that how it was? Yeah. I don't remember it like that. I felt like when I, when we went down, like when we when I went to El Salvador with you, like 
I didn't, I didn't see your mom give anybody two bucks. No, I mean, that's the thing. Like, my parents would never take the money. Unless my dad would, but my mom would be like, no, no, don't worry. You know, that's it. And they're like, oh, no, thank I mean, you. No, when, when we hopped on other people, well, I guess your dad was the one driving the truck. Um, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so. So Southern hospitality is not really a thing here in Houston. Um, but I guess now everybody's like paranoid because, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, that series, you know. That really killed it for everybody. Bro, okay, so literally anybody sees anybody anybody sees uh, uh, a white guy with uh, with a black guy like just sitting on the table, they're like, "All right, watch out." They're already thinking like, "Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer is gonna about to kill you." Yeah, that I'm was like, that is fucked up. Yeah, that was messed up. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that too much. Um, man, but so yeah, I finally finished the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, Netflix series. Um, obviously it was. It was pretty good. Evan Peters did a good job to play Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, my only gripe—I don't know if, if how you feel about this, Edward, but uh, I, I feel like they really necessarily did do more. They could have done more for the victims. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. Obviously, this was about Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, I mean, the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing is that for the victims, they just put something at the end of it all, and it is like small. Yeah, because I mean, they only did like one episode dedicated to one of the victims, which is kind of ironic because the that victim, um, the mother was not happy about about the the series, um, and then like if anything else, like, uh, the other thing I took from, I mean, obviously they also showed the fact that the families were suing uh the Dahmers for like because that's that's when Jeffrey Dahmer's dad decided to write a book, um. Well, I mean, if you guys haven't seen the series, but, but like, you know, Jeff, but it, I mean, it's not spoiler because it happened. It happened in real life. But, uh, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, his father, he ends up making a, writing a book about him. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I really didn't understand what was the gain from that. Um, like the opportunity to like want to write a book. That's, that's the only thing I didn't understand. But obviously, like, then the families were like, oh, well, we're going to sue them for, to get, you know, get royalty out of it because, you know, why would you want to give money to Jeffrey Dahmer? You know yeah. <laughs> what I mean? So I, I understood that part, but like, so the families were like suing, you know, because, and then obviously, you know, you started seeing like the, 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 the other side of what would happen in, you know, people that were calling this man a monster. And then you had the other side of people idolizing Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, which, if people were surprised by that, I mean, there was people trying to marry Ted Bundy. So, I think even there was people trying to marry Jeffrey Dahmer, actually, which was funny because he's gay. But because um, <laughs> it was women, these women were trying to marry Jeffrey Dahmer. It was, yeah, yeah, you're you're not his type. It was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. weird. But yeah, like out of all like out of all the victims, I mean, you know, obviously they showed like moments of like some of his of his victims, but like. They only dedicated like one episode to one of the victims, and obviously that's that was Tony Hughes, the 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 guy that was deaf, um, that was killed. But it was just yeah, it was weird. Like I, I mean, and it's kind of funny because in some sense, um, like the show called us out on it. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. It was like, was like, um, I think I think Jeffrey Dahmer kind of in some way said it like it's not about me, it's about the victims, and it's like. Here we are watching this this show that's, a, that's literally about Jeffrey Dahmer. 
Yep, yep. And I was like, oh, well, oh we just got played. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks, Netflix. But yeah, so really good series. Um, it doesn't romanticize them in any shape or form, but obviously I, I feel like they could have probably done probably a little, maybe the proceeds are going to the families. I don't know. I, I really can't tell you. Uh, this is kind of how I feel about that, that Prey movie. Like, it's cool that they're doing, they had like a whole, an, an all like Native American cast, but like, it'd be cool to find out that like some of the, the proceeds of the film is going to like the, the tribes, you know, to, you know, to the reservations and all that. But you don't yeah. know, you don't know. And then obviously Hollywood is not the kind of place that chooses the, the moral route. So. Yeah, they tend to kind of like, it's, it's kind of messed up because I've been hearing this a lot. Honestly, and it's been going on with the, with, okay, let me put it this, the bad guys, like the, the, the evil and stuff. Like, it's more like they highlight the evil of what happens going oh, on. I, I'm guaranteeing it. There's going to be a John Wayne Gacy, either movie or series. They're going to do it. I mean, they kind of. They already guy. have, honestly. And I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm perfect or anything like that, but I've, I've watched like those docu series and stuff. Well, that's the, the documentary because I, I mean they did that interview with a killer with, with Jeffrey Dahmer as well. Obviously, they did the yeah, Ted, the they Ted did. Bundy tapes. The, tapes, the Ted Bundy tapes. They, but the thing about it, Zac Efron played Ted Bundy. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying know, though. But they did a movie where for Zac, which was completely false because Ted Bundy is a is a is not attractive guy, and so that's my one. Take the thing on. is, you got to think about it from back then. Maybe they, the girls probably thought that he was attractive. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Cause, but yeah, when I see the pictures, I'm like, really, this guy? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, back in the day, everybody had different tastes. You also got to think about like how he dressed. Um, I mean, you know, apparently the dude had, had a way of talking. Like that was one thing that they were saying about him. Um, but yeah, so, the, and it, but yeah, I don't think they've had a, a, a show, like not necessarily a documentary, but a show about John Wayne Gacy. Um, yeah. So I think that's, and I mean, like I said, like I think obviously, just if you guys watch the Jeffrey Dahmer series, they kind of show, they, well, they feature John I mean, Wayne Gacy. They, 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 they kind of, yeah, they kind of, like, it's kind of like, which was like, weird. Hey, I didn't know like, that that was around the same kind of time. Like, this is, well, no, the messed up part was that uh, he he did that when when like or the way they made it seem, it's like as John William Gacy or John Wayne Gacy was dying he was reborn at the same exact time. So I don't know if that's the truth or not. I still don't Oh, when uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was baptized? Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, that's when he was, like, his sins were forgiven and stuff like that. See, that's you know, the, only so, question, the only question I had was I wasn't entirely uh, sure <coughs> whether or not like those crimes <coughs> happened around the same time as like I was... Which if it is, then that, that's interesting. But like, but yeah, because... You know, they obviously mentioned John Wayne Gacy. I don't think he killed anybody in a clown suit. Um, I don't know why they they went to, they went that route with with that murder. Well, the uh, thing is, um, we don't. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I think that that was a like, who you were. Like, they were trying to figure out, hey, who is this guy? Like, who is this? Like, is this Jeffrey Dahmer? Did he get fat? And all of a sudden, you see the clown suit. You're like, oh, okay. But I mean, I heard that he he was. That's that's how he got his victims or whatever. Especially like the young ones. Like he would just. Portray a clown. Well, I know. Well, I mean, because I watched the John Wick the 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 tape tapes tapes of yeah. I don't know what the, the hell they really call it. Like, 
Um, I know he dressed up as a clown, like like he was a clown for like birthday parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, personally, I mean, as a person that's afraid of clowns, I that's already a red flag for me. But um, but like I there's like even in like the tapes, like they've ne- they never really mentioned him dressing up as a clown. I know that his his move was to always like strangle the people to death. And uh, like the only reason yeah. why I know that is because of the, the one once again I watched tapes of a serial killer, whatever the, the, the hell's called. And so, like, but it's never been mentioned that if he dressed, which I mean, that seems kind of like a a little bit much if you if if you think about it. Like, oh, let me strangle this guy. Wait, let me put on my clown costume and and, and really get this thing going. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> maybe the, maybe that's what he thought. I don't know. But yeah, but yeah, it was just really weird. Anyways. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, that might be the, our, our three up, three down for next episode. Is uh, I might um, we might We might do like... Documentary. Like, no, uh, I was about to say serial killers. The fuck is going no, on? No, 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 no. I mean, like shows or slash movies that we based on real events, kind of thing. Because I guarantee you, John, John, if they haven't made a, a movie about John Wayne Casey or at least a series about John Wayne Casey, they're gonna make one. I mean, they did Jeffrey Dahmer, and obviously that hit. So, uh, I'm, you know, you know what you know what Hollywood likes to do. Oh man, let's 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 go and strike while the iron's hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. But anyways, you guys aren't here to talk about, here to talk about serial killers, <laughs> um, which is yeah. I don't know how this took a whole left turn. I don't know man. where the hell we got here. Uh, well, obviously because I was talking about how I watched Jeffrey Dahmer. But uh, but yeah, we do have uh, uh, quite the episode for you guys. We got headlines. We got a debate topic that has to do with the 2022 Ball and the Or because the winner was announced. No spoilers right now, um, unless you you guys haven't been keeping up with soccer. Then then yeah, no spoilers here right now. Um, recap the the uh Liga Mekis playoffs and then preview the semifinals. Um, we're gonna talk MLS Cup. There is one more game going on right now as we speak, which is FC Dallas versus Minnesota United. So maybe maybe it's finished by the time we're, we're we get there. But if not, we'll 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 get there when we get there. Um, no no games to recap because this episode will get extremely long if we did that. Um, we'll do our players of the week and then give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend and wrap this show up with a three up, three down. And we're going to pay homage to Cartoon Network who got bought out by Warner Brothers. So we're going to do three up, three down Cartoon Network shows. So we'll get a little, we'll talk more about Cartoon Network, get all emotional after when we get to that part. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and take, we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with our headline. This break was brought to you by Audible. Audible provides you a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience from horror genre all the way to biographies. Audible has it all. Make sure you guys go ahead and use the link 
audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. Go ahead and get yourself a 30 day free trial. Once again, thank you to Audible. This is Barnes and Break. And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. If you guys want to be part of our Run Your Pool FIFA World Cup Challenge, all you have to do is enter and try to predict the winner of the group stages right now. We're doing group stages right now, and as the World Cup it progresses, we'll get going with pickums and all that. But if you guys want to know what Run Your Pool is, Run Your Pool is a website where you can create challenges for your friends or some completely different strangers. Obviously, Belly Up has their NFL Pick'em Survival Pool, which is you got to keep picking uh, the winner or else you get eliminated, like my dumbass did when I picked the the Kansas City Chiefs over the over the Indianapolis Colts, like an idiot. So, but yeah, so, and obviously we're doing our challenge. The winner of our Run Your Pool Challenge for the World Cup will receive the jersey of the winning country of the 2022 FIFA World Cup. So, that's all you got to do. Just go ahead and enter. If you guys go to our Instagram, Twitter, it is literally the post that is pinned on on those sites. So just go ahead, follow the instructions, and get yourself a chance to win a jersey. So obviously, me, Edward, and Spencer are are not able to win it. So. Oh damn, we're disqualified. Yeah, but unless Iker Mateo wants to try, <laughs> <laughs> they've been having they've been having they've been having a pretty good uh they've been having pretty good buying those little scratchers. Oh, they're buying uh, the scratchers. Yeah. Have you been buying scratch-off lottery tickets? For them? Yeah, they've actually won. And they, I think I bought like two or three tickets, and they won 17 bucks. Meanwhile, one time I made, I wanted everyone to feel better. I decided, to, like, you can watch me lose with these with this scratch-off, and I lost. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Yeah, maybe we, we'll have your kids do do some picks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to have them do my World Cup picks. Actually... That's a good. That's a good reminder because, um, by the time this episode drops, we will be officially a month away from the 2022 FIFA World Cup. By then, I believe not of the official rosters, but we'll know at least the the guys that are kind of looking to, you know, they'll be at least their preliminary rosters will be out, and so we will go. So next episode, we might. Really, it might, it's going to be a really different episode because it will literally just be us predicting the World Cup. It's going to be really long. So doing the, the headlines, debate topic and all that would just be a little bit too much for us. So it will literally be a World Cup prediction episode. Um, we'll still do three up, three down. We'll still do our players of the week, but it will be mainly focused on the World Cup prediction. So, so just so you guys have a heads up on that one. Yep. Yeah. But. Edward will have his picks using his children to help him. Yeah. So. Hopefully they hopefully they they pick better than, than I do. I will try to keep my streak alive. Um but we'll we'll also play it safe we'll do we'll do a top five each side, all right? Alright, sounds fair. Sounds all right. fair. Alright. Now headlines, man. So we're only doing one headline, and it's because this headline basically just took over everything, and that is um, Mbappe. So, Kylian Mbappe, obviously, remember, um, he was on the verge of signing with Real Madrid. PSG went went ahead and pulled the okie doke on everybody by offering him a lot of money and um, some stake of the club, meaning that he had a say in uh, management um, and players. 
And, you know, obviously everyone was pissed off. Obviously, I was one of those people that was kind of angry. But also, I was like mad, but kind of also respecting because, you know, like I said, PSG had to do, had to pull a really dirty trick to really get their guy. And I mean, they did what they needed to do. Obviously, he was on the verge of signing with Real Madrid. Um, and he ended up staying with PSG till 2025, allegedly. But apparently, there's rumors that Mbappe is actually not happy at PSG. Um, and, you know, we've, we've kind of noticed Mbappe went from this promising, young, exciting player to now it's turning into a little shit. Uh, <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because, like, Eric wasn't here to talk about this, but, you know, me and Kelsey were talking about it, how Mbappe basically had a full temper tantrum on the field because he wasn't getting the ball. Um, you know, we, we had that instance, especially there was this one instance where, like, like I said, the ball was coming his way. He literally stopped in the middle of the field. And ironically enough, had he continued moving, he probably would have had a good shot to get at least a tapper. Um, so, you know, irony on, on that one of his temper tantrum of not getting the ball would have led him into a situation of getting the ball. You know, go figure on that one. Um, and yeah. then obviously we saw the other instance where he missed the penalty kick. Um, and then when an, another opportunity for a penalty kick came, Neymar decided to take the penalty kick and Bappe and basically asked, uh, Neymar, well, I don't know what exactly was the, I don't want to say bag, but should I use the word bag? Uh, what's another word? <laughs> I mean, please sounds really desperate. Pleading, mm, better than begging. Is it better than begging? Yeah, I think so. Would you rather plead than beg? Yeah. Okay. All right. And Bappe ended up pleading to see if he can if he can take the penalty kick. Neymar essentially told him, "Nope, you ain't missing this one." So, and then you see Neymar very sad um, as he walked away. And I believe Neymar did score that goal. Um, I think I gave him Player of the Week for that. <laughs> if I, I, I remember that. But yes, so, you know, Mbappe's having all these instances and, and, all, and there was also another uh, instance where apparently he was not happy that his status in the locker room wasn't as high as the ones of Sergio Ramos and Lionel Messi. Mind you, Sergio Ramos and Lionel Messi have been playing a lot more, a lot longer than Mbappe. Um I mean, Messi doesn't have a World Cup, Sergio Ramos does, and they both share a shit ton of Champions League trophies amongst themselves. Yeah. So, which, I mean, once again, those two are now legends. I think you can safely say Sergio Ramos and Messi are legends at this point in their careers. Uh, Neymar, you want to say legend? I don't know if I can say legend yet, but he's there. He's close, right? He's up there. He's up there, right? So, and I mean, Mbappe is definitely going to be a legend. It's just that his career is so early. And obviously, you know, you have players that have like amazing starts to their careers and then just go, Pfft. and that's what happens. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing is, he's still young. Everybody's already saying, you know, like, for example, like Messi and Ronaldo haven't really retired yet, but they're already talking about that Haaland and Mbappe are the next, you know, like they're not even in the same league, you know, sadly. But they're saying that, oh, Mbappe is, you know, and, and Haaland are going to be the next rivals. Like, they're saying that they're the ones that are going to be the ones to show off that, hey, this is the next Messi and Ronaldo. I'm like, the thing is, you got Messi and Ronaldo, like, both of them had their own, uh, 
dribbling ability to where they could go past four defenders, five defenders, and then still score. Like they had their their tri- their tricks up their sleeve. I mean, to me, Mbappe has the speed and the agility and the quickness to to change direction, and that's one thing that he has. And then Haaland, he has the speed, he has the physique to just run through people and score goals with the outside of his foot in midair, kind of kung fu style. So I'm like, it's 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 like, you know, you're you're putting a dribbler against a poacher or like literally an aerial threat, basically everything. Um, Which I mean, yeah, you can uh, kind of say it's almost the same thing as what Messi and Ronaldo was, but I mean, the no, only the, the only thing that was different between <laughs> Messi and Ronaldo was that obviously you had Messi who just was naturally gifted. He just had it like it, he was gifted with the ability to play. Whereas with Ronaldo, while he did clearly have talent, he's more of the epitome of what hard work can get you. Because I mean, if any, if there's one thing everybody talks about is how how hard Ronaldo trains and prepares his body, how he takes care of himself, and you know, like I said, he does have the talent and all that, but obviously, you know, he his work ethic is what really put him at the pinnacle where he is, and then Messi was just. He just was very gifted, and not saying that he doesn't have a, he has a bad work ethic or anything like that, but clearly, yeah. him is he is the example of just being naturally gifted at the game. And Ronaldo is just the guy grinds it out to have the career that he has. I mean, no one can. It's hard to go into three different leagues and score. I forgot how many. I think he scored at least two hundred goals in each league. I think that's what it was. I forgot. I know yeah. he scored. I know I might have been. Might have been 200 goals in each league. I forgot, but obviously he got 700 in total. But, um, but like, you know, so there, but there, there was, there was those two debates. Erling Haaland is naturally gifted. Like, I mean, he has, you know, the body, the, 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 the ability. Um, so I mean, you know, the fact that, and also the fact that he could do this with both his feet is, is phenomenal. Um, and then Mbappe is also a very naturally talented player. I don't think he's, the epitome of hard work or anything like that either. I think both of them are very hardworking, young, talented players. Um, and like I said, who knows what their careers are really... The question is like, no one knows what these careers are going to be. We have this way till they're like 25 to really see how they, these guys look in their prime. Because I mean, Messi and Ronaldo, they looked good when they were young, but it wasn't when they were... It wasn't until they were, they were in their prime that they were doing the crazier stuff like Messi scoring 90 goals in, in a calendar year and Ronaldo uh, dominating Champions League. So, I mean, so that, that question is still up in the air, but I mean, yeah, they're the future goal debate. That, that, that's definitely, I think, a fair thing to say, at least for right now. I'm just saying people are sleeping on Phil Foden, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. That's what I was saying. Like, I, I feel like it's just, um, uh, I think with with Mbappe and Haaland, like I mean, it's not like you're putting two of the same. Like like I said, two of the same people. Uh, like I said, Ronaldo and Messi, they both had their dribble. Which Ronaldo, like you said, hard work, but it was also very. Fl- it had a lot of flair, really fancy. Messi was simplistic, just to the side, cut to the side. It's just he had quick feet. Now, it's it's totally different. You don't have dribblers with both of them. Holland is like I said, you give him the ball. If you give him the ball and you give him enough space, he will create the space by shielding the ball with the body and then shooting. 
or he'll go for the ball. Wherever the ball is going to land, he's going to be there. Like Mbappe, on the other hand, he can create his own plays. And that's that's what I'm getting at. It's like Ronaldo and Messi could create their own plays. And that's that's one thing where Pep, Pep Guardiola said very well, where he's like, if you want to compare Haaland to Messi, it's like, Haaland, you need to pass him the ball for him to score. Messi, he could literally make his own play. He could do it all. Like he could go ahead. You pass him the ball, he could start off from the midfield and start attacking. Mm-hmm. And then and then that's the thing. With Haaland, it's like, Haaland, basically, if you give him a straightaway, he'll take it. But if you give him, like, a little curve and stuff like that, I have not seen him do, like, skill moves or anything like that. I'm not taking anything away from him at all. He is one of my favorite strikers. He's really young. He could actually pick it up later on as he goes. He could try to work on that. Um, but right now, yeah, he's he's not to where it's like a, a dribbler. He's literally just the, com- I guess you could call him like the complete striker, the, the forward. He's an aerial threat. He's powerful. He's fast. He has a crazy ass kick. He can kick with both legs. So it's like, you know, he's he's there. He he can use basically any body part to score, and he will do it. He's he's very um, he's a, he's the finisher. So uh-huh. yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I was like I feel like the whole Mbappe Holland thing is a little bit too soon. It's it's not the same. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, so if anything, like kind of like you said, like if it's anything, it's like Mbappe, Phil Fott, Ken. Like, I feel like that would be a, maybe a better matchup because you got a dribbler you got two dribblers and then you also have um that they can create their own plays mm-hmm. they don't just need somebody to feed them a ball in open space for them to just kick it and you know what i like how you mentioned that whole him being able to create more which is kind of one of the gripes that alleged once again this is just a rumor it's not we don't know if it's true or not but the fact that there it's there's a lot of people talking about it clearly it means that there's at least some truth behind it um but one of the gripes that essentially Mbappe has that he's not happy with PSG is that he feels that PSG has not owned up to their side of the deal, which obviously, along with the, the crazy amount of money that they gave him, was that he gets a say in the club and how he wants the club to be ran. Um, I don't know if Galtier was his choice for manager, um, because it seemed like Zinedine Zidane was going to be the manager of PSG, and then all of a sudden he decided that he didn't want that job. Um. So, but I mean, Galtier. Obviously, we 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 said it already. He won the championship with Lille. Not that you know the year that Lille won the championship. So, still a pretty good manager. But the other issue was that the fact was that it was very clear that you know Mbappe, or from what we're hearing, is that Mbappe actually wanted Neymar out. He wanted Neymar to leave PSG, 
And the reason why he wanted Neymar to leave the PSG, leave PSG was because Mbappe wants to play on the wing. So he actually does not like to play center forward. He prefers to play on the wing, which it, some people are going to probably think that that's kind of a lie because he plays forward. If you look, if you really think about it, when you remember him playing for France, even if you want to go back to the 2018 World Cup and even more recently now, he plays on the wing. He, yeah. especially if you notice 2018, who do you have up front? Olivier Giroud. Um, yeah. and recently now they have Karim Benzema playing up front. So, and, and Bappe, I, I'm guessing he feels that he thrives better on the wing where he could be more creative. Um, he doesn't want to be seen as, a, as just a goal scorer. He wants to see, be seen as a player that can be creative and distribute the ball, which I guess you, is being able to be showcased with the guys that he, he preferred to have up front, which is a guy like Olivier Giroud or Karim Benzema, guys that just have a, a nose for the goal, if you will. Um, which allegedly he was hoping that they would move on from Neymar and they would go in and get Robert Lewandowski. Which, I mean, uh, the thought of Messi, Lewandowski, and, and Mbappe sounds very... They might have won the Champions League. <laughs> they, that, just sounds, that just sounds too, too strong. That's not even fair, man. That's like... That's too OP. Like, I mean, that's, that, that's the, the asshole in FIFA, that plays FIFA that chooses... That like, I'm going to play with my squad and it's PSG. And you're, you're already mad as it is because it's PSG. Yeah. It's like, this is your team? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I, I mean, honestly, like, uh, so I don't know if you've heard, there's some rumors. I don't know if it's true or not. not I mean, they're saying, like, there's a lot of media that's been covering it. So apparently, ever since uh, Lewandowski played against Bayern Munich, he has been having a bad time. Because he was feeling bad for playing against his team, like his old club. And ever since then, he hasn't really been performing to his level. Like, that's what they're saying. That's what he said. The doctors had told the media that that's what's been going on with it. Um, I can kind of see that because, I mean, in, in the classical, Lewandowski he was had, off. A, he he was had off. a very... Oh, so you did watch the game. <laughs> no, I'm saying like he was off. Because, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. I, was, I didn't get to even watch the highlights. Really. Yeah, there was a, a a very clear like goal that was that like no like nine times out of nine like Lewandowski scores that goal and uh, like what I did there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So like you know Lewandowski usually makes that goal. It's like it's it's probably like one of the best safest bets is that Lewandowski would score that goal and it it just it was off and I mean. You know, I, but I mean, Lewandowski did redeem himself. He he set up a, a pretty good pass to get Ferran Torres a goal. Um, but obviously, I mean, well, at that point, it was two one. It looked like Barcelona could come back and at least get get a point out of it. But then, obviously, uh, a very soft penalty came into play, and and then Rodrigo scored the the penalty to win the game to secure the win. Mm. But I mean, we're not talking about we're not talking about that at, that that El Clasico where Real Madrid won three to one. Um. The, kind of going back to here though, with like I said, with 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 Mbappe, like I said, he he apparently wanted Neymar out, um, which it, I mean, we can probably say that that there's a correlation there because there was the rumors of 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 PSG being open to transferring Neymar, 
So if there was a discussion, maybe that happened. Um, we know that there was rumors going around that Neymar and Mbappe were having friction in the locker room. So like, you know, and you know, he, Neymar did basically tell Mbappe to fuck off when he was trying to plead for a penalty kick. So I mean, like we can say we can, there's probably signs that we've seen that, you know, there is like at least not maybe, not maybe like huge like animosity between each other, but you can see that there is some frustration between the two. Um, but yeah, he, but I mean, like I said, we have seen Mbappe play on the wing. He does look, he does look very comfortable on the wing. Um, though a lot of people thought that he would prefer to play striker, but it seems like that's not the case. He actually wants to be more creative. Um, and the big, you, hmm? no, no, I was just going to say, okay, so did you also hear that it's a, it's more not a hear, but it's more of a, like, did, did you read, there was like, I don't know if it's a meme or I don't know if it's, uh, if it's true news, uh, if it's a rumor, I don't know that apparently Mbappe is willing to buy himself out with his own money to basically let himself out of PSG. Which would be very hilarious about that one. But like I said, he actually... So apparently he requested a transfer request and he's only wanting to go to... he. Well, there's, there's, there's one official club that they said that that's where Mbappe wants to go. And then there's other rumors or like other clubs that he speculated with. But the, the heavy, strong one is that he does want to go to Real Madrid. Yeah, and that's, that's a strong one. I've heard that he, they also said that Man United is, is in contact. I'm like, ah, that's, not, that's, that's, not, that's not where you he, want him to go. I mean, okay, so to be honest with you, let's put it this way. If you were Mbappe, think about it. Think about it this way. If you were Mbappe, if you feel that you are a world class striker that can carry a team, well, out. he wants he wants to be a world class winger. No, no, no. I know that he wants to be a world class winger. Think about this. Think about this. You're gonna have like in his mind. Do you think that he can feel that he can bring Manchester United out from the from the depths of the whatever the hell they're at? Like, as, as I'm speaking, like. If you're really that cocky, if you're really that confident in yourself to be like, I can bring this team up. It's not like I'm going to join this team, which is already up. I'm just going to, uh, I'm just here to bolster it even more for a few more years. It's more of like, oh, I'm about to bring this team up from the depths of hell, like into being like first, second place. Cause I think Mbappe does want to be a Galactico, but he will really shine. And I think he will take something into consideration to like, okay, really throwing this out there. Tottenham. If Tottenham wants to buy him too. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's I'm instantly an, up, he's instantly just, an upgrade in that team. Um, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't you think he would look at it that way as well? Like, he'll be like, oh, yeah. I'll, uh, like, if I make this team be hella good to where they're out of Europa League and going to Champions, like, don't you think that would be like, oh shit, or like, you know, bringing them in from like eighth place to like fucking all the way to first place, you know, like, and it, it's because of his goals, it's because of his assists, because of his creative flair. Like, I, I, I agree with you with some extent, but at the same time, it's got to make sense. The move has to make sense. Tottenham makes no sense for him. Even, 
me making that that joke I just made. But like the reason why is obviously because you have Hungman's son, Richarlson, uh, Perisic. Like they they're already stacked in the weaker position. I mean, obviously the the number nine spot is secure with Harry Kane. So I mean, like honestly, right now, if you're Conte, the last thing you need is another winger. But you, I don't even know what they probably need right now. But probably. you desperately don't even need. You probably you probably just need to keep bolstering your defense, if anything. But like. I mean, so I'm like, Tottenham doesn't realistically need him. Chelsea at this point is such a, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Chelsea. But, <laughs> like, I mean, winger is definitely a position that I don't think they necessarily, apparently they, they have a, an overstock of it because, you know, Christian Pulisic ain't even playing. Um, but, like, Manchester United, the only thing that would be is, like, it really, like, as as enticing as it may seem to maybe Revitalized Manchester United, which sounds like what LeBron James did when he tried to go to the Lakers, and the only trophy he has is from a COVID season. That's not neither here or there on that one. But, um, but like I said, like kind of, I guess the idea of revitalizing Manchester United could be interesting. But the thing is, like when you look at that team, you know who who do you have on the wings? You have uh, Anthony. Anthony on the right. I think finally Jane Sanchez playing on the left. Um, I could be wrong on that. Obviously, I don't watch Manchester United, so I can't tell you. And then obviously, you know, Marcus Rashford, I think, is playing up top as a striker. Um, him and Martial, I, I'm assuming. And then, you know, Ronaldo, whenever, whenever Ten Hag wants to use him. Um, so it's got to make sense. I don't know if, like, you know, especially the way Anthony's been playing, I don't know if you want to. Put him on the bench just because you have now you now have Mbappe, or yeah. the same thing goes for Jaden Sancho. Do you want to bench Jaden Sancho just so you can get Mbappe, so you can have Mbappe on the field, which he's that player that you yeah you need to put him on the field, or there's an obligation to put him on the field. I mean, it's different yeah. from the Ronaldo scenario. This is this is a young player. No, no, no. I think you're right. Um, Manchester City would make zero sense because I mean, if you're if you're trying to build this rivalry up between er- Erling Haaland, well, that's definitely not the place to go. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, you're not going to win the ball door if you're feeding the guy that's scoring the goals. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then the, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I guess you could say that would be kind of like a super team as well. Like that would be part of like that that super team. Uh-huh. If, you, if, if you okay, for example, let's say PSG decided to go for Haaland. You know, I mean, it's hard to say that you're going to, you know, dethrone Messi, dethrone Neymar, dethrone Mbappe. But I mean, like, that would be how Cavani used to be. You know what I mean? Like, that would be the Cavani uh, of PSG if Haaland went. Just, you know, a much Haaland's going to be the Cavani? Uh, yeah. I mean, think about it. Cavani is basically like that that kind of playing style. I mean, uh, uh, Haaland was basically that, like. Is basically that, like a poacher, just like how Cavani was. Like he was not, he's not a playmaker. He's not gonna make his own. His oh, own I was. Dribbles. I thought you were saying he was gonna just be rotating in the in the. No, like, no, no. I mean, as in like player wise, like as in like if you had to compare him to the playing style of somebody who was at PSG or who was at PSG. Um, I mean, Slapa I mean, Mbappe. I think Mbappe would love to have a player like Erling Haaland because of like once again. Who, look who he's working well with in France, which is Karim Benzema and Olivier Giroud. Got well, Benzema's a little bit different because that man can create his own goals. He, the guy, the guy's a pretty decent dribbler. 
So he he's cre- he's more creative than any than most poachers are, but he still is a pure striker as well. Um, but but yeah, so like with, with with all this being said, man, like I I mean, obviously Real Madrid is the move for him, which also kind of makes no sense because they're set on the winger position. Um, yeah, I mean, they you got, know, they got Rodrigo, they got Vinicius. Uh, dude, they got they have? well. So here's the thing that that kind of does bring that question mark because lately you've been seeing Valverde play on the right. So, you know, right. the, the the wingers, if you will, that you do have, which is Rodrigo, Marco Asensio, you choose to put them on the bench and you play Valverde. That can either be that you're just wanting to use Valverde because Valverde, you know, that he, he's good. <laughs> you know? But I feel maybe I mean if you if you were to get Mbappe Maybe it isn't as difficult as you think to put him on the right side, because um, that that trident right there, Mbappe, Benzema, and, and Vinicius, that just doesn't that doesn't sound fair to most people, and I would enjoy that. But and then you just have to figure out how you're going to play Valverde, or you might just <laughs> give Tony uh, give uh, PSG Tony Cruz, <laughs> so you can still have Valverde in the field. Yeah, um, right. So it's a, it's an interesting situation because I mean. Real Madrid is one of those teams that keep saying that they need to start moving on from their older players. Um, you know, you, you now have this young midfield, this young midfielder, young midfield in the waiting right now with Tuchemi, Kamavinga, and Valverde kind of looking to be that, that, that midfield for the future ones, you know, Cruz and Modric leave. So, I mean, it would put Real Madrid in a good situation. Um, you, you get, you get Mbappe on the wing. Uh, maybe convert somebody as striker, <laughs> maybe Asensio. Um, yeah, I mean it's a great. I mean, like it's weird, but the most sense does make for Real Madrid. That or just Mbappe decides to join Bayern Munich, and uh, that that just doesn't sound fair either. But like, yeah, like it just Mbappe has to go. If if and, and I mean obviously this is just rumors, but um, which kind of goes leads into this because obviously Luis Campos, who's kind of the club president, who is the club president. Uh, he, he says the rumors are not true. Uh, Gautier, which is the manager of PSG, he denies it and says that Mbappe is actually committed to PSG, you know, the, the other side. And, um, and, and then obviously, you know, Mbappe recently did end up saying that the rumors are false and that as a matter of fact, he is happy at PSG. Like I said, though, the fact that there's so much coverage of this thing, like it may, it, it may be very fact that it, there is some there is some falseness in this, but the fact that it is being widely covered, there's got to be some truth behind it. You know, we like I said, you can see some of the the friction going on in the in on the field, off the field. Like you've noticed some weird distance that they've had with with Mbappe, and because of the fact that like the 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 real issue, and this was an issue that you and me both mentioned, is that you just can't have one player be bigger than the club. Yeah, it just that's not how it works. Like you're not going to be able to pull that. Like no one is bigger than the club itself, um, and that's one like, of the like, things. And, oh. and I was I was about to cut you off there, and look what happened. Like I hate to say it, they're my team. Barcelona tried to make the the player bigger than the club, but look what happened. Like in the end, it's like they they're they're so much in debt, and just because like I mean I hate to say it, Messi. Um, it's like they. They couldn't let him leave, so they were just 
pawning him on with like sponsorships and, and all kinds of different oh add-ons and stuff or like we'll let you have say in the club when the director technical all that kind of shit and then you know it's just it, and then the thing is now you literally have a player who who's part of the board like that's just that's just nuts you know i've never thought i would see the day of that happening i never would have thought that a player would be part of the board you know like that's to me that is ridiculous like that's just yeah and i, and I agree with that man because uh, like and I, and I said it like you can't have a player be bigger than the club it's going to cause some tension even if it's very minimal it's there's going to be tension because the fact is that the locker room like if i was a player on that locker room right now in psg I don't know if I should trust Mbappe. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. if I, if I slide him the wrong way, does that cause my, that is my career at risk? You know what I mean? Well, well, then, then they, then they, uh, what you call it? Then they say that they're actually going really easy on him. Like in the training, like they go hard on him. He, he tends to say, Hey, like, you know, like, I know that um, was with Neymar, but I don't know if it's with Mbappe too. I think that's just, sure. I just think that's PSG trying to say, uh, protect their assets. But uh, which sounds horrible to say that about human beings. Uh, uh, but like, it, hey, that's it, their moneymaker right now, man. Yeah, it, that's really honest. I, I'm sure they do the same thing with Messi too. But like, the thing is with me is just the fact that it's just so weird to have a player that has this much control over, even if it doesn't, even if it's not a lot of control. It's like, but just having a player that can have a say in what's going on with the club. I mean, you know, I would say Messi. In some sense, had that that type of control, but it's messy. And at that point, he's established that that's messy. Um, and Bobby, once again, we don't know what his future is going to look like. I'm pretty sure that was more when Messi was kind of near towards his prime, like kind of on his prime, kind of tailing towards his time at near the end of his Barcelona stint. But like, yeah, with me, with with all this with Mbappe, it's just. And then, then the rumors of him saying that he he doesn't understand how come he's not the 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 top guy in the locker room when you literally have a, a World Cup winner and Champions League winners in your in your locker room. Which one, by the way, the only thing you have is a, is a World Cup. Um, you don't have a Champions League trophy. And so, yeah. and so I mean, which I mean, World Cup does have value. I'm not saying I'm not saying it doesn't, but I mean, there's there's guys that have won Champions Leagues in your locker room. And they know what it takes to win multiple trophies. So, you have one guy that was part of two trebles. So, like I said, like it's it's not as easy. You know, like, and once again, these guys are established their careers. Like you're still kind of developing your career. So, yeah, you're gonna be. You're not the bottom guy on the totem pole because obviously you're Mbappe and you're gonna be a legend, or at least that's what everyone thinks you're gonna be. Yeah. But when you're talking about guys like Sergio, Ramos, yeah, Sergio Ramos and Lionel Messi, bro, you. When you say those guys' names, you put some respect on those names because that's what those mm-hmm. guys have earned it. They put the work in. They, ha- yeah, you can kind of say Sergio Ramos is kind of dusted at this point in his life, but hey, he's fucking thirty-five years old. So I mean, <laughs> or thirty-four. I don't know. He's in his he's he's in his mid to late thirties. So like, I mean, it's a young man's game. Let's be honest. I mean, think, if you think about it, if you think about it, I mean, Carles Puyol, and you know, he's a Barca legend. He's a Spain legend. Like. He is the captain. Um, dude, he was playing center back and he was he, he was keeping up. And hell, I'll be honest, like he was getting dusted by the Maria. He was getting dusted by Ronaldo. He was, it, it just happens, you know. It, sometimes it's that time, you know, it's time. 
time to hang up the boots. But with Sergio Ramos, like, he's still showing he's got it. I mean, it's, and you're right. Like, they, these, these players, Messi, um, Neymar, um, Sergio Ramos, hell, este, como se dice, Hakimi, wasn't Hakimi part of the, uh, wasn't Hakimi part of the squad for the World Cup, or World Cup, I'm sorry, uh, for the Champions League? Uh, not like heavily. I mean, he was on the bench. I mean, but he was part of it. Or, or was that when he went to Dortmund? No, he didn't, no, I don't think so. I think he, he was, was there. He was long to Dortmund, he was long to Dortmund. Yeah, but I think he was there for the, for the, for the Champions League. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Carvajal started over him. Yeah, you may be right, but I mean, hey, you know, you still got. I mean, I know he 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 did something for him. I'm not saying that he didn't, but I'm just saying, uh, I got like he's still young. He's he's he still has a young. He has his whole career ahead of him. Um, um, but like, shoot, fuck, Taylor Navas, bro. Yeah, Taylor Navas, man. So like I mean, you you have guys that have been been there and, and done it. So it's like it's kind of and I mean I get it. You won the World Cup. I don't know if it's really all you that won the World Cup. Last time I checked, I think the people that scored in the World Cup final was uh, was Pogba. Um, I mean there was a lot of goals. That, I mean they blew out Croatia, but I mean I don't think Mbappe maybe Mbappe scored a goal. I know Griezmann scored a penalty. I'm not going to try to look back at that game. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, you had a squad. And I mean, everyone knew it was clear that that squad was going to be the best one. Um, yeah. but So I don't know if you necessarily took that team to the World Cup. It was more so Griezmann, Paul Pogba, that, that, that golden generation of those, of those guys that like took them there. I mean, you just happened to be the promising star that they're like, well, we got to bring this kid. You know? Well, I mean, think about it. He's the one that got through Argentina. Like, him, himself. No, yeah, he definitely did that. I yeah. mean, shoot, Ben Pavard, dude, was amazing. And no one knew yeah, who he that, was. that freaking shot. Yeah, that freaking shot from far out. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I mean, kind of going back to Bobby. <laughs> um, the thing was with me, though, and obviously the, the big criticism is the fact that Mbappe just needs to start growing up and maturing. Um, and, and also the fact that he's got to realize that he does kind of in some way have a target on his back because of what the club, what, what PSG basically gave him, which was control the club, whether or not he uses it or not is, is, I'm not sure. But the fact that he's just right now in a situation where he's clearly bigger than the club, which shouldn't be the, the case. I mean, he's being criticism from, from, Former French players, former PSG stars, freaking Thierry Henry has been very critical of, of, of him. And it's because of the fact that, like, he, going back to it, no one's bigger than the club. I mean, and, and Thierry Henry is one of those examples of it. He's never been that guy that's saying, I'm more important than the club is. You know, he, he, he was Arsenal through and through. And then when he went to Barcelona, he was Barcelona through and through. And then he yeah. went to New York. He went to Red Bull New York, and he was MLS through and through. That's that's the responsibility when you're a when you're a high profile European player. You you take the take the the, the issues of the league <laughs> as David Beckham. Um, and, and so that's the thing that Mbappe just needs to just one you know stop 
there's reason, like I said, there's reason why these rumors are around is because there's at least some truth behind it. He needs to move on from it. He needs to start maturing. Once it, one, don't have a temper tantrum in, a, in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get sad when someone doesn't give you a penalty kick. Um, well, for one, for one, it's like you, okay, so for me, it's like he's a kid, man. Like, and the thing is, he's showing it by doing all that stuff. He's showing it by, thro- by throwing tantrums. He's showing that he's still young. He's showing he's not ready to lead. And then the thing is, he wants to lead. Well, how can you lead when you're acting like a little brat, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is coming from a dad who literally I tell, let's say I tell one of my kids like, hey, like, hey, we're going to do this. And they're like, no. And I'm like, hey, don't make me take away the tea. No. And I'm like, okay. I was like, you know what? That's it. You're in timeout. No. I'm like, hey, if you keep doing it, one, two, and then they say, they just chill. I'm like, that's basically how you're treating Mbappé at this point. Like, he's like, no, give me the ball. And he's like, no, I'm just taking the penalty. He's like, no, no, give me the ball. And then, like, he's throwing a temper tantrum just because you don't give him the ball. And then whenever you don't pass him the ball, he stops running. He starts flailing his, flailing his arms. Literally a kid. I'm like, dude, like, you're making millions, basically, thousands, hundreds, hundred thousand dollars or hundred thousand euros. You know, like, uh, it's just, you got to make it. I was like, you're doing something that a lot of people wish they could make money by doing. And you have the privilege and, and you're, you're basically like, no, I want this. I want that. Like, like he just, he wants it all. He's being a selfish little jerk. Yeah. That's, that's so, honestly the best way to describe that. Yeah. So that's why, that's why I'm like, yeah, this is not, the right way to handle things the way he's doing it. So I'm like, honestly, I I hate to tell you this, but if anything, he just needs to stay at PSG until he learns humility. And then maybe then he can make it in a club like Real Madrid. Yeah. And I, I think this is like a good way to, to end this part is just the fact that I, and you kind of mentioned it. We are talking about a kid. Like, I mean, you know, everyone's like, Oh no, he's, he's, he's over, he's over 18. He's in twenties now. Look, man, that we've all we've all been in our twenties before, and if you're yeah. not, well, buckle up, buckle up, buddy. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm like I, I'm 33, and I'm still I still feel like I am a kid. But I mean, like when you're when you're in your twenties, like the fact that you know, you know, you're allowed to drink at 21, which you know, in hindsight, that sounds like a terrible age to be given that responsibility of. Um, but you know, you're 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 given responsibility over things is like. You're still trying to figure out one who you are because let's face it, you're not. No one figures themselves out in high school. Probably don't figure themselves out in college either. So you're you're probably either in college or maybe working or going the military, whatever route you chose to go. And so you're still trying to figure out who you who you are. So that's like the worst time to be trying to figure, give yourself responsibilities. What I'm saying. So like I mean, and and I mean, Mbappe is a kid, and no matter what, he's he's just a kid, but. He's a kid that has power. He's he's a kid that has a lot of money, and, and so that pressure is because of that. That's the pre- where the pressure comes from. So like it doesn't change. You know, the fact that he's young is going to be overshadowed by the fact that all the power that he's given now because of he is this high profile player that he is this future goat debate guy, and and and, and you got yeah we're gonna forget that he's a kid, but 
you're in the situation because you're in that situation. One, you worked your butt off to be in that situation. So, I mean, don't, I'm not trying to discredit Mbappe. He, the reason why he got that, uh, that offer and that opportunity was because, you know, PSG felt that he was worth it. Um, and also that they were going to lose him to Real Madrid for the free. So, I mean, like, like I said, they had to do what they had to do and that's his value now. You know, that, you know, when people like complain about, oh, that person's not worth this much, which sounds so horrible to say that. <laughs> but, um, when you're still, you know, you're still, you're still thinking in the olden times. Huh? Well, not even that. It just seems horrible to say that that person is, isn't worth a hundred million. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. know, we're always, we're, we tell people like, no, you're, there is no, there's no dollar amount to say what you're worth. You're, you're priceless to me. You know what I mean? And then in sports, this guy is not worth ten million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I see your point. This is sport, sports is so weird. Sports is so weird. Uh, but, but yeah, like I mean, this team that's that's his value. That's his value now. Like no matter how you want to argue it, guess what? Someone paid him this much, and that's where he's now being seen as. That's his value. Um, if you don't agree with me, go check go go check transfermarket.uk. Um, but I mean. But the the worst part is that now that dollar value is now with you, and that's what people are gonna see first. So yeah. when you're flailing your arms around, even though like honestly, Mbappe is a kid, he's acting he childish because he's a kid. But guess what? You have that big ass price tag on you. It's like, oh well, you know, a player worth that much should not be doing that. And that's that's the real issue. But yeah, I mean, there's certain there's certain there's certain responsibilities when you when you also have like. But like camera on you. I mean, how many times have you seen, you know, soccer players whenever they're saying something, they cover their mouths, they they pretend like they're chewing something, or like they cover their mouths, they pretend like they're sniffling or stuff like that. And it's like you know already, like they're saying something, uh, mm-hmm. like something that's either nice or not nice, like one or the other. And you know, they could be saying something like, "Oh, hey, I have a plan. You know, this is what we're gonna do." You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, no, and you're right. That's a good point. You're, you're under a microscope. Yeah. You are under so, a I mean, heavy microscope. Especially, so. especially, especially if you're a high profile player, not a low profile. Like, if low profiles, like, it's just the luck of the draw if you get caught saying something wrong or if they accuse you of something. Like, you, you know, it, it's luck of the draw. But being as, like, how many times, how many times did we ever see the Classico with Messi and Ronaldo? And then all of a sudden, it's like the cameras were always panning on them, always panning on them, or whoever fouled Messi or whoever fouled Ronaldo, the camera was always panning on them. It was all, it was always like them, like they were literally like, like oh, you, you're, Cristiano Ronaldo's carrying Real Madrid and Messi's carrying Barcelona, and they would always be like, okay, the shot for shot for shot for shot, 
and they were just like spitting or they were just raised like Ronaldo was like he would get mad you know Messi would just he'd just be like like it looked like he was chill but then of course you know he'd be like covering his mouth whenever he was saying something to like Dani Alves or or anybody like he he was just that, that's what I'm saying like Mbappe to this day like I have yet to see him do something like that it's always Neymar or Messi doing that but then Mbappe Mbappe's like clear as day what he's what he's thinking what he's feeling what he's saying like you know it, it may not be like a bad word to us but we don't know that we 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 don't we don't we don't understand French so he could be speaking in French you know so um it's just he he still has yet to feel that pressure i guess and, all, all everybody all basically everybody's basically talking about is oh he wants to leave PSG it's not like oh he called somebody this he called somebody that he has yet to feel that that uh that that pressure you know yeah uh, and you said something earlier that i kind of want to wrap it with you said that that you know maybe maybe he needs to stay with PSG to learn some humility um, because I mean, like we're saying, the whole being under a microscope thing as a high profile player. But if, if you really want to go to Real Madrid, and if this is really the club that this is where Mbappe wants to go, this, this is the, like I said, this is the one that everyone's been talking about, that this is the club that Mbappe would prefer to go. Um, and I, I know Fiorentino Perez, like, what made a joke of saying, like, yeah, we're not getting that bump. You're going to get that bump. Like, let's, let's yeah. be honest. Like, you're going to get it. It's fucking Mbappe. But, um, uh, if he's available, you're going to go get him. But like yep. the thing, the thing is with me is that if you're already not, especially if he doesn't like how he's being portrayed right now, because I'm sure he's 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 young, so he's gonna be reading the tweets, he's gonna be reading the the news, you know, paper, you know, the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, yeah, yeah. You got a 21 year old or a 20 year old reading the newspaper, boy. Okay, or, or reading reading the news sites on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> watch the you know watching the, the 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 sports news and all that stuff like you know he's he's gonna hear that stuff and he may not like it but if you think it's bad now as a high profile player for PSG it's gonna be a whole lot worse as yeah. a high profile player for Real Madrid oh yeah hell you can even say the same for if you cho- if he chooses to pull the okie doke go to Barcelona if he chooses to go to so Liverpool goes to Manchester City, Manchester United, especially if he goes to the English Premier League. Like it, it, it just—it's a whole different level. Of it's criticism. a whole different thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hands down. Hands down. So I mean, yeah, I think you made a good point about he needs to learn some humility because if if he hasn't learned that yet, when he goes into because let's let's remember, League One is the Farmers League. Like yeah. no, no offense, and, yeah. no offense to league on, but it is not La League. It is not the Premier League. Like when you go there, your criticism is you're you're gonna have to listen to football picante of this guy just awkwardly just staring at you with like poor lighting every single. It's really awkward. That guy is so creeps me the fuck out every time I watch his videos. <laughs> it's like it's so creepy. But you have to look at that, and he's gonna criticize you. And then the next day he prays. That's how weird this guy is. Like he's gonna talk about fire you, and then ah oh, okay he redeemed himself. So like, oh look at oh. eating Hazard. And then, <laughs> and then one more thing, one more thing. I I want to bring this up too. You see how intense the rivalry gets. Like the uh, the Real Madrid Barcelona rivalry gets. I mean, think about it. How when Messi first started playing against Real Madrid, 
and and think about how many times they fouled him. And you have to be ready for that kind of intense matchup. In PSG and uh, in, in the in the French league, you don't have that intense rivalry like that. Like you don't have that. You know, I mean, you called it the classic, but I mean, you don't have where it's like everybody's tuning in to see, you know, Real Madrid versus Barcelona. Like everybody everywhere, all around the world, like they're just joining in to see that. So you got to be able to take the hit. You got to stand up and then keep showing off. I mean, let's put it this way. Neymar, when he first did his his Clásico, how many times did he flop? How many times did he was like, hey, how come you didn't call that foul or whatever? How many times did he just get pushed around because it was his first classical and he was just, he was nowhere to be seen. He was literally like, it was just, okay, he's just a kid. And they were treating him just like that. Like they were basically hazing him. He was that one kid that was playing with all the adults and they were just pushing him around like nothing. Like yeah, he, he, he definitely got the welcome to a classical treatment. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you got to think about it. If Mbappe goes to Real Madrid, he's going to have to show up. He, he's gonna have to be there, and even though he's young, he's he's the kid that basically everybody's like, okay, this guy can do it. Like, I I would be honest, I would, I'm honest here. I'm, I think he would get like that that humble beating where it's gonna give, give him humility of knowing where he's gonna be at, and then he's gonna be like, hey, why didn't you guys come and defend me, or why didn't you guys come and help me out with this or that or whatever? And they're gonna be like, well, this is part of it, classic. Like, this is part of it. Like it's, it's, it gets this rough. It gets this bad. You have to learn how to take it as you go. And uh, like Ronaldo, he learned how to take it. Messi learned how to take it. I mean, Iniesta, how many times did Iniesta get fouled? And he was just like, okay, he was just getting up. Um, Tony Cruz, more than likely, he got fouled too. Modric, he got fouled too, but he wasn't going to get up and start crying about it. He was just like, okay, I got my free kick. And he was just ready for it. Like he just wanted to keep playing. You know, and yeah. it got to the point where it was heated between the defenders. More than likely, Sergio Ramos, Victor Valdez. You know, they got they got into it. Got really heated. So I mean, uh, if, I, if I also want to mention. I don't, this I, don't, well. I don't think Mbappe. I don't think Mbappe is ready for that. Like, if anything, he'll be the hot hit. I think the, the the other thing we got to remember too, because if we if we are talking about like the likes of Real Madrid, Barcelona, um, he can't flash that I'm I'm this young promising player. Mm-hmm. Because oh, you got, you, yeah, <laughs> you it's got, like it's like the reality check of like a like a a state championship football player. You know, like you know he 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 took his team to state. He was like the best player in his in his division, his district. He was the best player in the city. You know, made was the was like top five in the state. And then he goes and plays for like Alabama, where he finds out that um he he's not the only state champion in that in that well, team. <laughs> No, no, no. Or what, what, what was the, what was that, was that movie called? Um, uh, um, I think it's called like uh, a throw with a curve or something like that, where it was like oh, Adams trouble with the curve. And it was like, yeah, trouble with the curve. Yeah. So like that, like that one, like they legit, they were like scouting that baseball player and the guy, uh, um, um, Matthew, uh, the guy that plays Shite basically from Scooby-Doo movies in real life. He, uh, he was a scout for the, I think it was like the Braves. I can't remember. And then like the next thing, yeah. And then next thing you know, it's like they scout this one kid, and apparently, um, uh, the the uh, the guy who who the scout that Clint Eastwood played, he was like, oh, no, well, yeah, it was it was Clint Eastwood. He was like, you can hear it, he can't hit it or whatever. 
And it's like, everybody thinks like, oh man, this is like this young promising guy. He's really being cocky. He's like, man, if you guys mess this up for me, like I got all these scouts coming to look at me, yada, yada, all this bullshit, you know? And it's kind of like how it is in soccer as well. Like you got all these young prodigies coming up and everything. And mind you, I mean, you're sharing the field with a player who's already proven himself in La Liga and he's young and it's Pedri, you know? You also have, he may not be as young, but you also have like Marco Asensio. And like you said, Valverde. Valverde who can literally be like, okay, I'm going to be right back. Okay, you know what? They would need me as center attacking mid. I'll be center attacking mid. Okay, they need me at a winger. I'm going to be a winger. Like you got people like that. You can't just be like, okay, I'm going to be wing. And like, okay, you can't be wing because I got, no, that's my, that's my spot. That's my spot. That's my spot. And like, no, you can't do that shit, especially in Real Madrid. Like if you, they need you to be center, uh, center field, like a uh, striker. You basically have to train to be striker because if unless if you can dethrone whoever the winger is at the moment, uh-huh. so that and then I mean and that's the thing is like you got Vinicius, you can't take away that spot. <laughs> you cannot take that, that, away that spot. That, and that's what I was kind of leading to, like the whole Mbappe being like, I'm this promising, pro- I'm this prodigy player. It's like, well, we already got one of those. <laughs> and, okay, um, okay, get um, get this with me is uh. The uh, Kubo is Kubo actually still alone, or he did, did he get sold? He got sold to Rasa today. He got okay, okay. I was about to say because I was like, you also have a promising, you know, in Kubo, like he he he's, he's well. Like, I mean, if you really want to go there, there's Rodrigo. Rodrigo, también. You know, you got Rodrigo. Anybody else? In, in the winger position? Yeah. Um, I don't know about winger position. I know, I know, for center forward, there's obviously. Uh, Rainier, who's 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 on loan again. Um, oh, yeah. But I mean, obviously, you saw him over at Percy Um yeah. But but anyways, the whole point of all this is just you know Mbappe, whether or not it's true or not, whether or not it's actually if it's a fact or anything like that, he needs to just. I'm sorry, the spotlight's on you. You need to grow the fuck up. Um, there's probably some there's probably some facts behind this these rumors. But, you know, I'm sure Campos, Galtier, and, and Bobby are just trying to get ahead of it and trying to say it was false. But, like, it got leaked out in some way, in some sense. You know, things leaked out that was showing that, that Bobby was being a little shit. And, and that's where we are now. But, yeah, and at the end of it all, Bobby needs to grow up and, and just play for his club. And at least let, whether or not, the fact is that, yes, PSG put him in a position where he is bigger than the club. PSG put him there. It's up to Mbappe yeah, right. to let them know that that he is, as a matter of fact, not bigger than the club. Yeah, he he needs to let them know, like, hey, so I know you guys, you know, you guys been looking, you guys, like, basically doing all this, and then especially since he's on the board, he's got to at least like hold a meeting and say that stuff like that. He's got to he's got to be the bigger man. Exactly. But we're going to go ahead and move on. And uh, it's debate time. It's debate brought to you by True Classic Tees. True Classic Tees. Look, man, we all got the beer gut. Got a little little more foof in the front. But, and I can speak for that because sometimes there's shirts out there that says it's an XL. And it might fit me nicely on the top part of my body. But on the bottom part, the beer gut is still showing. Well, True Classic Tees has made that no longer an issue. Um, if you guys go ahead and use the code Belly of Fantasy at checkout, 
you will save 25% off on your purchase at True Classic Tees. So thank you, True Classic Tees, for being the partner, a very supportive partner of our debate topics. So, Edward, it was just announced. Obviously, it's Monday. They announced the winner mm-hmm. of the Ball and Jesus Christ. Of the Ball and Door for the year 2022. And that person is Karim Benzema. Oh, wow. Congratulations to her. So, Green Benzema is the winner of the 2022 Ballon d'Or. If you guys want to understand maybe the reason why behind they, they chose Green Benzema, well, obviously, the year that he had, with the season that he had with Real Madrid, taking over to be the leader up front, uh, led the team in scoring. Um, they won La Liga. They won, they won the Champions League. Probably very lackluster, but still won the Champions League. Um, and I mean, he, he, he finally got his, uh, his, himself back into the, into the France and the French national team. Um, hoping that he's going to go ahead and go into the World Cup this season. Um, if, uh, if health permits, but yeah, you know, Kareem Benzema has had what a, what a bounce up. You know, there were so many question marks about what was going to happen with Real Madrid when Ronaldo left and Benzema stepped up and he's been the, a great leader for this team. Not only been a great player overall, but just becoming that leader for the team as he is the captain uh, of Real Madrid. And if you want to talk about a guy that puts the club, that believes that the club is bigger than him, um, it's 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 Benzema because, you know, he shows support for all his teammates. You know, you've seen countless times of his teammates winning awards and not him. <laughs> and, and he's yeah. just been nothing but supportive for them. He helps them out and how he, you know, he's, he passed the ball a lot to Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, you know, he, 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 he helps the team win however he needs to do it. And when it was his time to be the goal scorer, I mean, that's exactly what he did. He, he saw that his team needed a goal scorer and he became the goal scorer, which I mean, that's technically what he's supposed to do as a forward, but that's not the point. But yeah, so after that, so the final four for the, for the ball door was actually Kevin De Bruyne, which was one, was a name that Edward, Edward mentioned when we were talking about our, our top threes. Um, mm-hmm. Robert Lewandowski, both of us mentioned him. Sadio Mane, the guy I mentioned. So, Damn. so, so that, that seems, and then Kareem Benzema. Um, I believe, yeah, both you, both you and me picked Kareem Benzema. You picked Robert Lewandowski that you would want him to win it. Um, yeah. but I mean, but yeah, so, uh, so with all that being said, man, debate top, the debate topic honestly is, did Kareem Benzema deserve the 2022 Ballon d'Or? I mean, I, I think he did. Like, um, he, he did show a lot of, a lot of grit. And that's something that you don't really see nowadays. It's kind of like, he. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, how do I explain myself? 
like he he he's very he's very humble as in the fact that he didn't say I deserve to win it or anybody like or anything like that. Um, he didn't put himself out there as in like, oh, you know, I'm the next Ballon d'Or to win. I'm the future of you know everything. I'm the future of this club. Like like you said, he didn't put himself over the club. Um, he he legit just he played his game, and I mean that helped him achieve his milestone. Because we can't say like, oh, you know, it's done for him. It's over. Next year is going to be somebody else. We don't know that. Um, it's just, uh, I think, I think he, uh, he he did deserve it. Like he 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 played. He, he's playing good. I mean, shit. You can't you can't deny that. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, Edward Edward knows how I feel about current Benzema. Um, like when, like I, I think I've said this way too many times now in the podcast. But when, when the the new Galacticos came came to be, when it was Cristiano Ronaldo, Ricardo Kaká, uh, Raúl Albiol, um, Xavi Alonso, and, and Karim Benzema, I was so excited to see Karim Benzema make his his move from Olympic Lyon to Real Madrid because when I saw it. I felt like this guy was going to be it. Like, I thought this was, you know, the guy that when Raul leaves, he was going to take over and, and be that, that goal scorer for, for Real Madrid. And was there, was there some, some, some hard times? Obviously, you know, he was competing with Gonzalo Higuain for that striker spot, uh, which we'll get to, we'll get to Gonzalo Higuain a little bit later into this episode. But, um, nah, man, just everything, the guy keeps, more and more proving his his point and why he should be here. Um, I've been a fan of him since day one, and it's crazy to think that he's 34 years old and he's finally winning the Ball d'Or, and also the fifth French player to ever won the Ball d'Or. Um, yeah, it, it's really cool. It's it's just like I I I think like no one else deserves this more than him. I know people are gonna say Robert Lewandowski in some sense. Um, the man got robbed and I, and I feel like, well, not this, this year, I don't think so, but he got robbed last year and he got robbed from 2020. He should be a two time ball in the world winner. Um, but that's on, that's on, on the, on the French media, if anything else. But yeah, this is a time where I think that they did, they got it right. I think the guys that they had in the final four all were amazing and deserve, you know, some sort of, of, of award. But yeah, it's, it's definitely, Props to um, props to Kareem Benzema, and yeah, well deserved award. So that's all I gotta say for that one. I mean, you're right. So congratulations to Kareem Benzema. Yep. So it's posted now on social media, on Instagram, and Twitter, and Instagram name FC. Share us your thoughts. Tell us if you guys think Kareem Benzema deserves to be the winner of the 2022 Ballon d'Or, or it should have been somebody else. And so there we go. So once again, thank you. To True Classic Tees for being the presenting partner of the debate topics. Once again, use that code Belly of Fantasy at checkout to get yourself twenty five percent off your purchase at True Classic Tees. <clears throat> so we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with talking Liga Mekis playoffs and the MLS Cup. This break was brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your one stop shop of all things sports. Go ahead and check it out from NFL to NASCAR. 
an axe has you covered. So go ahead and check out the link on our bios at InsertNameFC on Instagram and Twitter. And go ahead and get yourself some shopping brought to you by Fanax. Once again, thank you for Fanax being a proud partner of InsertNameFC. All right, and we're back. All right, Liga Mackies, man. So, quick recap of the games that happened. Uh, Jesus Christ. America beat Puebla 11 to 2. Uh, they, they won the first leg 6 to 1, and they won the second leg 5 to 1. So, this is literally the meme of stop, he's already dead. Um, Jesus. Like, I mean, I know America's good, but you really have to do that to Puebla. <laughs> like, good God. Like, talk about overkill. Um, yeah. But yikes. Don't worry. The other games get a little bit more closer. Uh, Monterrey beat Cruz Azul 3 to nothing. I didn't say like not blowouts, but I mean close enough. <laughs> so, but yeah, the first leg was nil nil. Um, and then the second leg, Monterrey goes ahead and, and just closes the shop and wins it 3 nothing. Yeah. So um, this one, I, I did say, even though I was, I, I didn't think Luca was going to win, I did say that if, of all the matchups, this was the, probably the, the preferred one. And Edward ended up picking Toluca. So thank you. Thank you, Edward, for believing in them, not me. But apparently, apparently, apparently my picks are lucky, I guess. Uh, Toluca beat Santos 6-4. I did, I did mention that this was probably the better matchup for any of the, 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 the lower-seeded teams. But yeah, so Toluca beat Santos 6-4 in the first leg. They, took a, they got a 4-3 win. And then the second leg, they secured a 2-1 win to move on to the next round. A team that Edward usually likes, but I guess they didn't they didn't they didn't work out too well for them. Well, I guess I guess actually Pachuca did work out for him. Uh Pachuca beat Tigres two to two. Now, if you guys aren't fully aware of Liga Amekis, no, they didn't go to penalties. Um Liga Amekis has this rule that the higher seed advances in the event of a tie. So I know. Sounds stupid. I don't like it. Edward doesn't like it. Um I don't like it. So yeah, in the first leg, Tigres actually beat Pachuca one to nothing, and then the second leg, Pachuca scores two one. Which I did mention, if you're if you if you're the lower seat, do all that you can to avoid a draw because you will not advance, and that's what happened. Um, so, so yeah, Edwards Edwards beloved Pachuca continues on. <laughs> Edwards not a Edward is not in any shape or form a Pachuca fan. It's just that he picked that team. One time, yeah, and, and they made it. Yeah. They were the best team that year. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, it's like so, they were unbeaten. They were unbeaten. I think it was like Chucky Lozano was part of that team at that year. Oh, that's way back. But anyways, so here's the semifinals. So America will be taking on Toluca. Let's see. Um, I mean, this one is hard. I mean, I hate to say it. it's hard to pick. This is one of those moments where I wish I didn't pick America to win it from the beginning. Because um, <laughs> it's like one of the things, like, what's more important, to look at winning or me being right? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, once again, Toluca has, is, it has surprised me throughout the season. Um, America has just been Good God, uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm as as I'm as we're recording this. I was I've been keeping an eye on the FC Dallas Minnesota United game and and uh, FC Dallas just won in penalties. 
So, oh wow! And and they did they did that goalkeeper dirty. He did like a little panenka in front of the goalie. Like the goalie was literally looking at the ball going over him. So that's gotta hurt. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, going back to this. But yeah, with America and Toluca, man, I I think I think Toluca. They can definitely cause an upset, but I don't know. This like I, I like I've been saying, man, this American team has been really good. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. shoot, look what they did to Puebla. <laughs> so I mean, like maybe they maybe they got tired from they got they got tired of scoring goals. Maybe that, that maybe that's gonna happen in this game. <laughs> in the, in yeah, you really hoping, huh? Yeah, I don't see that happening, man. This team, this American team is so dirty. They're good. I I I, I can't I can't deny it. I can't hate on it. I want to hate on it, but I can't. Um, Toluca looks pretty solid, man. I mean, they, they, uh, the thing is, they just give up goals, man. Like, you can't, you can't, <laughs> this, this is why they didn't maintain first place. You can't be, you can't be giving up so much goals. Like, you got to minimize the goals. That's all you got to do. Um, so, I mean, but with this attack that America has, I think it's going to be a challenge for that, for that Toluca back line. Um, so yeah, I got America advancing to the final. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I, right. I, I, you know, you probably were like, no, go ahead and go ahead and prove me wrong. <laughs> to Luca. Yeah, right. Prove <laughs> me wrong once again. Um, and then, hard, this was a hard one. So. And then the other, on the other side, you got Monterey taking on Pachuca. Um, I believe Monterey is, Monterey is the higher seeded team. Um, obviously, America is the higher seeded team on their game. So, in the event of a tie, those are the two that are going to be advancing. Um, but Monterey Pachuca, ah, man, this one, Monterey has been the best defensive team this season. Um, yeah. Pachuca is like, I don't necessarily think that they blow teams out of the water or anything. I think that they're kind of, I mean, you know, going back to like last, last season, they were very good defensively, which is why yeah. they were able to. Why they stated that why they were number one was because they just allowed the fewest goals. Um, this will be the this will be a fun one to watch. I think as a neutral, um, I'm gonna give it to Pachuca. Okay. All right. I mean, I I, I guess I'll go with Pachuca as well. All right. So we're both gonna ride or die with each other. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. MLS Cup. All right, so this is where you're going to lose error for a little bit. All right, the MLS Cup. So, a recap. Uh, for the, we're going to start with the Eastern Conference. So, the recap: FC Cincinnati beat Red Bull New York two to one, which I believe that I did say FC Cincinnati was going to beat Red Bull New York. I think that's what I said last last week. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, so FC Cincinnati they continue their form. They look really good, man. Uh, um. I like what I'm seeing from this team, man. Um, they turned it around. They were literally one of the worst teams in the in the MLS last season, and, and look where they are now. They're they won their first playoff game, so really, what a what a what a turnaround. Um, NYCFC beat Inter Miami three to nothing. So, Edward, so this is the interesting this go- thing going on with New York City FC. So mm-hmm. they play in Yankee Stadium, right? Oh wow! So that's where they play. The Yankees are currently. In the in the MLB postseason, um, depending obviously we record this on Monday, so depending on what happens, we'll find out whether or not they're going to be taking on the Astros for the ALCS. But um, because of that conflict, um, 
New York City FC had to find a different stadium to play in. They were told by Red Bull New York, no, you will not be playing in our stadium. Well, because they were also hosting, Damn. they were also hosting their, their, their playoff game, which makes no sense because they already, they played like in the, they played literally the first, they were the first playoff game to be played. So they literally had an, enough time to get ready for that game. But that's not here. They're just called, that's called rivalry, I guess. <clears throat> so there is a team that is not in the playoffs. That had an, uh, 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 an, occupi- an unoccupied stadium, and that is the New York Mets. Um, they got eliminated. Oh. They got eliminated by the San Diego Padres in the in the wild card round. So City Field was available, and that's actually where they decided to play this game at was at City Field. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So damn NYCFC, go ahead and beat Inter Miami three to nothing, um, which. Ends the retirement tour for Gonzalo Iguain. Actually, as a matter of fact, uh, before we were recording it, the game was being played. And had to see the scenes of Gonzalo Iguain in tears, knowing that this that was his last match as a professional player. Mm. Um, it's crazy to think, like, kind of going, like, kind of going back to like the whole Karim Benzema winning the Ball in the War and Gonzalo Iguain. You know, both of them the same age, um, at least roughly the same age, and you know, you got one side that. Just won their first ball in the war, and the other is retiring. So crazy, crazy how careers can go differently. But I mean, I I say Gonzalo Wayne had a pretty good career. I don't think that there's anyone gonna say that he didn't have a bad one. I mean, he got recognized by Real Madrid, then went to go play in Italy for multiple teams in Italy, both Napoli, uh, Juventus, and AC Milan. I think he was more mostly known for for Napoli. Yeah, and Napoli was definitely the. The good years for him. Um, but yeah. Moving on. Club de Foot Montreal beat Orlando City SC two to nothing. Um, yeah. Montreal's looks really good right now. So in the next round for the Eastern Conference semifinals, we have Philadelphia Union taking on FC Cincinnati. Now, this is not me trying to suck up to Andrew from kicking it with Drew, but yeah, Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't think FC Cincinnati could be could be Philadelphia. <laughs> they are really good. Um, yeah, they're, they're, there's no way. I, I'm sorry, Philadelphia Union. They're, they're advanced to the next round. Um, and then on the other side, you got NYCFC taking on Club de Foot Montreal, which I believe Montreal will be hosting that game. Which I mean, it's it's up north, so New York, the New York NYCFC should be used to playing in the cold, but it's just not Canada cold. Um, I. I I like Montreal. I like Montreal on this one. That's okay. all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. But yeah. So I think Montreal and Philadelphia Union will be facing each other in the Eastern semi. The, the Eastern Conference Finals will be Philadelphia Union versus Club de Foot and Montreal. <laughs> all right, going to the Western Conference. So LA Galaxy beat Nashville SC one to nothing. Amazing goal by Julian Arajo. Um, Comes up clutch in a big moment. Uh, yeah. LA Galaxy, man. They're going to, I think they can, they can beat you multiple ways, which they can blow you out. They can beat you in the close game. That's something very important to think about there. Uh, props to National, man. They had a really good defense, but just Julian Rajo was that guy. Um, obviously, kind of already mentioned it. FC Dallas beat Minnesota United one to one, four to five to four in penalties. Um, yeah, FC Dallas. 
Edward said the FC Dallas was going to win. Um, <laughs> I hate FC Dallas. But, I know. But yeah, there you go. So they're, they're going on to the next round. And then the other team in Texas, not named the Dynamo, um, Austin FC beat Brown Salt Lake 2-2, two 3-1 to two, three to one in penalties. Uh, yeah, that goalkeeper did not let did not let this, these penalties go any further. He was like, nah, I'm just going to stop it. <laughs> Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Like, no, gonna keep make this out of reach. Uh, but yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah, I mean, also like they, 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 they definitely. Many people thought like, oh, maybe maybe they can up do an upset again. And I was like, nah, not this time. Um, so, yeah, Austin FC in their first playoff game, they advance to the next round. So, two yeah, Texas teams advancing. It's not what I want to see, but all right. Uh, <laughs> no, um, two teams to advance. Just you know, one of them was. You wanted one of them to be the Dynamo. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice if the Dynamo wanted to be good. <laughs> maybe they need new ownership. Maybe that's how soccer works. Hey, maybe they need new ownership. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. They just Whatever. got a new owner. Uh, it's just, it's not the same. What do you mean? It's gotten better. I mean, uh, it's not I, I actually, it's I not get Farrell. Not Ryan Reynolds. Well, that's not fair, man. Like, you can't... I mean... Well, Rexham looks... It's such a fucking cool name. I, I, fuck, I fuck with Rexham. <laughs> and like, I don't know why, but, I don't know why, but, like, whenever they say Rexham, I imagine Wreck-It Ralph as the mascot. Um, maybe. Just some dude with giant-ass fists and just destroying everything. He's about to wreck him. Yeah, wreck him, wreck him. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Team mascot. All right. So the Western Conference round, next round for the Western Conference semifinals will be El Trafico, LAFC taking on LA Galaxy. So we're getting a big rivalry game happening. Um, I want to say, uh, look, LAFC needs needs to start winning playoff games because they have like the best regular season record, but then once the playoffs come, they 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 go down to pooper. Um <laughs> but I don't think they want to be facing the LA Galaxy right now. Yeah. I think they I think LA Galaxy has found a lot of good form. Um I still believe Ricky Puig is very important for this LA Galaxy team. Um Chicharito scoring goals now. I mean, not, yeah. not last game, but Julian Rock, like you, you can find goals in any part of this in this roster, uh, in this lineup, and, and Puig is just—he's that guy. Like I mean, I, I when I watch him, I'm just like, what the fuck was Barcelona thinking? 
sorry. Trust me. No, 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 no. You're right. You're on the right. You, you're right. So, yeah. So, I'm actually going to say LAFC does not win this and LA Galaxy goes on to the Western Conference Finals. No, man. All right. All right. Which hurts. It hurts a lot. Um, and then obviously we, we now know it's going to, okay. So I'm just going to say this to, to Andrew Monroe. I'm kicking it with Drew. Um, cause he did a, he did a, a, a playoff, a playoff prediction video. This is not the Texas Derby. <laughs> no one calls it the Texas Derby. The Texas Derby will still and always will be Houston Dynamo versus FC Dallas. That's the Texas Derby. Austin FC is called Copa Tejas. And that's even with the Dynamo. So, so yeah, I just want to point mm-hmm. that out. Don't don't disrespect the Texas Derby, even though honestly the there has not been much respect for the Texas Derby because totally heavily one sided, um, <laughs> as of lately. But Austin FC taking on FC Dallas, it's going to be in Austin. Um, yeah, I both of them coming off of games that had to be decided to penalties. So at this point, it could be anybody's game. <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm going to stick with Austin FC. I think Austin FC is... I agree. Yeah, that stadium is just going to be so electric. If this was in Dallas... I, I don't know, Well, not Dallas. It's in uh, Frisco, Texas. If it, this was in Frisco, I honestly, I'd probably still give it to Austin. <laughs> Um, I think Austin's really good this year. So I'm going to have Austin go move on to the Western Conference Finals. No, I mean... Uh, I'm, 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 I'm in the same boat as you, Austin. And yeah, I'm also kind of hoping that, that Austin FC makes it to the MLS Cup so that way, and hopefully be the higher seed so that way it's in Austin so I can go to Austin for the MLS Cup Final. All right. I'd be all for it. So. Sounds like a, a sick road trip. But mm-hmm. all right, so that is the MLS Cup. Um, we could, no games to recap. Um, I think we're going to keep it that way till the to Liga Mekis and, and the MLS Cup is over. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to be proving the World Cup. Uh, we'll probably throw, we'll throw a quick recap of that as well. But yeah. All right, players of the week, man. Hey, we're, it is brought to you by Jesus Christ. I was about to fuck up on that one. It was brought to you by In the Clutch. In the Clutch is an awesome clothing apparel that is partnered with the Players Associations of Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, and the National Basketball Association. Um, actually, matter of fact, I'm wearing my Kyle Tucker shirt. It's very comfortable and it's showing love to a player that I have a lot of respect for in the Houston Nationals as they're going to the ALCS um, to take on either the Yankees or Guardians. Depending who, who mm-hmm. wins that that game five, um, but yeah, if you guys kind of like what you've been seeing at on in the clutch at in the clutch com over on on Instagram, and you're liking some of the shirts designs that they've come out with, well, go to their website in the clutch dot com, use code insert name at checkout, and you'll get yourself ten percent off on your purchase. So thanks again to in the clutch for being the presenting partner of Players of the Week. Edward, who's your Player of the Week? All right, so my player of the week is actually from Ethio Mohamed Salah, who scores a winning goal in Liverpool's 1-0 win against Man City. That's an accomplishment right there. 
Yeah, that that game was very intense. Erling Haaland lost lost a goal, and also possibly lost a sack. Um, yeah. If you guys don't know, he got he got. I saw a little review on that. I was like, whoa! You guys saw that? You guys you guys know he got kicked in the nuts. Um, yeah. So, what about you? Who's your player of the week? My player of the week is Yannick Abered. I think that's how you pronounce it. I mean, Yannick, I know for sure, but Haberer or Haberer. 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 Well, anyways, he scored two goals in New York Berlin's 2 nothing win against Borussia Dortmund. So, uh, I think, I think Union Berlin is kind of like Leicester. It's like the Bundesliga's version of, of Leicester City. Yeah. They might win it. Nah, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But anyways, it'd be fun to see that. But yeah, so congratulations to Mohamed Salah and Yannick Haberer for being our players of the week. Once again, use the code in, uh, insert name at checkout at intheclutch.com to save yourself 10% off on your purchase. All right, so here's some games to look forward to this coming weekend. We do have the NWSL playoffs. Unfortunately, the Houston Dash will not continue on in the NWSL playoffs as they got eliminated by Kansas City. But go ahead and check it out. Great action. A lot of fun. That's going to continue on. Actually, Kansas City is a fun team to watch. They, they have some great goal celebrations. As I know. Because, you know, I saw them win. <laughs> but yeah, NWSL playoffs. Go ahead and check it out. Also... Like I said, we're going to keep highlighting big games that are coming up in other, in other leagues. And, well, it is Porto taking on Benfica. Very big rivalry. My opinion. I don't know about, I don't know. I work yeah. as well. So FC um, Porto taking on Benfica. Also, if you're, if you're a fan of, of young, exciting players, well, I'm sure some big clubs are going to be watching this game so to see who they're going to poach from those two teams. Pretty much. All right. MLS. I mean, MLS Cup playoffs. That's a given, right? Uh, and Liga Meggies. I mean, it's the, it's the semifinals. Well, I told, we told y'all about this. And Liga, we got Marcel taking on RC Lens and Lille taking on Monaco. Nice. So, so I, mean, good. I mean, I mean, I mean, Monaco, I'm like, uh, I, I, I want to say Monaco on this one. But we'll see. We'll see. In Syria, we got Fiorentina taking on Inter Milan. And Roma versus Napoli. Which I believe Napoli is still on top of the table. Oh, okay. So, let's see what Jose, what the, the Jose Mourinho is going to do. Yeah. In the Bundesliga, we got Hoffenheim taking on Bayern Munich. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe the underdogs might make it. Who knows? Yeah, this, yeah. And on the other side, Borussia Mönchengladbach taking on Eintracht Frankfurt. So quite the mouthful in that in that game. <laughs> All the German names are going to be saying. <laughs> yeah. I would actually love to watch a game in German. I'm not gonna understand what they're saying, but I like to watch a game in German. If you hear the word Oktoberfest, I'm sure you'll love it. <laughs> All right, in La Liga, we got Real Madrid taking on Sevilla. Why am I hiding this game? Well, East Coast. 
Yeah. As like I think. Maybe an East Coast Revenge game. Maybe. Yeah. Probably not. But do you think if he scores, do you think he's going to celebrate or do you think he's going to chill? I don't know. He doesn't really celebrate goals. I mean, no, yeah, that's very, true. So he's not really much of like a, oh, look at me, you scored a goal kind of thing. And yeah, it's not really like it. But, and Barcelona taking on Athletic Bilbao. I highlight this because obviously Iker Munay is there. Yeah, Iker Munay. Like he, he's a good player. Like, um, he, he became, you know, the, the team leader for that team. And, uh, mm-hmm. and he was at a very young age. I think he's like, what, 29 now? Yeah, he's, he's up there. Yeah. All right. So, and they, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I was like, he seems like a, like a Sergio Ramos kind of player now. He, he looks like Sergio Ramos. Yeah. He does look like Sergio Ramos. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, what? He grew out the beard. He grew out the hair. I was like, damn. I was like, this dude here. So he pulled out all the stuff. He was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and look like a leader. Yeah. All right. So... In the English Premier League, we got Chelsea taking on Manchester United. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Yep. And oh, Okay, let me take that back. <laughs> okay, remember now. And Tottenham taking on Newcastle United. Okay, that's going to be a good one. All right. <laughs> Tottenham basically has to come back from all the debacles they've been doing right now. Or not. I mean, yeah. I, mean I know, I know somebody has a, has a jersey. You know, on a bet here. Yeah. So, yeah, they, I mean, they can, they can play bad for a little longer if they want. But all yeah. right, man. So those are some games to look forward to this weekend. Obviously, there's a lot of games you could be watching um, this weekend. But you know, we think this is good. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, this is a good a good guide to to see what you guys want to keep an eye on uh, this coming weekend. But we're gonna go ahead and take one more break, and then we'll wrap the show up with three up, three down. Let me tell you guys about Belly Up Sports. Belly Up Sports is the internet sports bar. Go ahead and check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com, to read some great articles from great writers all across the country, from hockey, baseball, golf, soccer, you name it. Belly Up Sports is the premier, not your average, website. All right, three up, three down. And in honor of Cartoon Network getting bought by Warner Brothers, um, not sure if they're dead or not, but I mean, it's never a good time when you're getting bought by another company. Um, but yeah, so Cartoon Network um, is, I could definitely say, is is a is a big part of me and Edward's childhood and, and Spencer's. You know, great car- great shows that came from it. So we're doing a three up three down on the Cartoon Network shows. Um, me and me and Edward and Spencer kind of kind of touched up on this was like whether or not we should include Tsunami and Adult Swim. Um, what was the consensus of that? I was like, ah, yeah. fuck it. We'll just include it all. I mean, it's all Cartoon Network in some sense. But I felt like yeah. you can also do like three or three downs on Toonami and, and, and Adult Swim. But I mean, if you want, we can do that, you know, next, uh, next one. Oh, we'll we're going we'll to, we're, we're going to do, you know, people that possibly would have a doc, uh, a movie about them. Yeah. So, um, all right, three down. 
for Spencer? Well, obviously, we're going to start with Spencer. Edward, you want me to go first or you want to go first? Um, uh, let Spencer go. Um, yes, but then who, who follows Spencer? Uh, you go. All right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Number three. Uh, number three down. Uh, Johnny Test. Okay. Uh, that. Technically, 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 I think that was a Kids WB show first, and then it went to Cartoon Network. Mm, yeah, there's, that's up for debate. All right, number two, the high fructose adventures of annoying orange. Does either of you uh, remember this one? Yeah, it was a stupid ass orange. Like it was so dumb. It was like a photorealistic orange. Wait, high, high fructose orange? Yeah, it was literally, literally a show about an orange. Like an actual, like it looked. Oh, different. yeah. I remember, remember that now? God, that thing was so stupid. Mm hmm. Only lasted one season. But, alright. I'm just surprised it even lasted a season. But yeah, and then number one, this is gonna, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a funny reaction for you, Edward. The marvelous misadventures of Flapjack oh, is, is number one, not because of, not because it's a bad show, but bruh, my little sister wore the cartoon the fuck out. Can't blame him there. Yeah, I you freaking love Flapjack. Flapjack was really good. I'm not gonna say I love yep. Flapjack, but I, I, Flapjack was pretty good. All right, so for my three down, number three, uh, I'm gonna say because I never really, I never, I never really got into that show, and and that's Ben Ten. Okay, yeah. I think they were just, I don't know, I don't know why I never watched it. I think it was maybe because like everybody's trying to have like their this kid action show or something. I don't know. It was weird. I just, I, I, for me, I don't know. I don't really know what it was that why I didn't like it, but I just didn't like it. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, that. Yeah. So I never got into it. So that's that's why. Uh, number two is Totally Spies. Oh yeah, I remember that one. I guess you probably had to be a chick in order to get into it because I, I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, that's a. Uh, that's my number two. And my number one, and this was just because of what the audacity of these people, and that is Teen Titans Go. Oh, yeah. Like, y'all ruined something that I, I, a show that I really liked as a kid and, and made it stupid. So. Okay. So, so, yeah. So that's my three down. Never wish you did down. All right, so my three down number three is um, oh, what was that one? Um, I have to say um, the the one with the orange, the one that oh, okay. Spencer so kindly said, yeah. Um, number two, it has to be um, let me see, um, oh, what was it? It was one. It was one where I can't remember the the name of it. Um, number two was uh, 
something about. It came out. It came. It came out on, on late Adult Swim. It wasn't Morty. It wasn't like some. It was like weirdly drawn. It was supposed to be like real people, but they drew the people. Home movies? So, no, it wasn't home movies. Home movies was like as a classic. Um, I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. It was in Adult Swim, and it was just it was bad. Like I don't know. It was it wasn't moral oral. It wasn't. Um, it, it just. If I put it now, like Adult Swim lineup, it probably it's probably been a canceled show for the longest time. It's because I could never, I could never get into it. Hmm. I, I could never get into it. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, no, it wasn't Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I love that one. Um, um, of course, it wasn't the Brock show. Um, what was it? I may just have to skip that one. That's what sucks. I didn't like it, and I was like, "Man, And you know what? I guess I'm just going to have to skip that one and I'll just go with somebody else with something else. Uh, number number two. Uh, now I got to like, now I got to redo my shit. Um, number two. Um, what was that one? Um, uh, Number two, I wanted to put this in my number one because I just thought it was completely stupid. But you know what? Oh, okay. Number two. Um, oh, not. What was it? Um, shit. There's so many shows in my mind. Um. There's so many shows. It's like, it's so hard to choose because they did have great one. And they all... Okay, so number two, I guess I, I'm going to just do Johnny Bravo. Because I, I honestly, I, I wasn't too big on Johnny Bravo, personally. I would watch it and then it was just like, uh, it's always the same thing. It's always trying to hit on a girl. He gets shot down and it was like, oh, I, I honestly so dumb. didn't start liking that show really until they introduced Gary. Like the smart guy, is that was that his name, Gary? Gary, I think it was. But yeah, like once they added like more characters to the show, but like yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I wasn't really a big Johnny Bravo fan. Yeah, yeah. So and now number he, one, now he will be canceled. Yeah, and then number one, um, so number one is actually. I had oh Uncle Grandpa. Ooh, that was just it was just too for show. I know there was an so episode dumb. where that, that features Jose Altuve. <laughs> it was just so dumb. Yeah. All right. 
Going back to Spencer for his three up. And his three up is number three, Samurai Jack. Kept me glued to the seat and quiet from elementary until I graduated from high school. Classic. Yeah. A show where there was barely any people talking. Yeah, it was just nothing but action. Yeah. Really good one. Number two, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. They were by far the definition of ultra trappers and hype beasts. For those mm-hmm. who don't know, Urban Dictionary, laugh my ass. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, that was the show. And number one, Dexter's Laboratory and Tom and Jerry possibly are tied in my book. No, oh, nice. Yeah, he's going they're... with the oldie and a goodie. Yeah, he's old. He's going with the oldie and newie. Uh, newie for us. Lab. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I consider Dexter like new age compared to Tom and Jerry. Yeah, that's true. All right, for me, for number three, man, this is gonna be this is gonna be hard. But I'm gonna. I'm I'm gonna go with Scooby Doo. Okay, it's a classic. Um, always like it was one of those shows where I can I can I already knew what was gonna happen, but I enjoyed it anyways. I always loved the the scene of them getting, running around and getting chased by the ghosts, and they're <laughs> they're all like going through random doors. Like, oh yeah, they just they just played they stuck to the hits. So that was what I liked. Uh, my number two, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a take a page out of Spencer. I don't think I've ever done a tie for number two, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna do Codename Kids Next Door mm. and the Grim Avengers of Billy and Mandy. Okay, okay, I remember that. I remember that. And I think, I think, weirdly enough, I think they did a, a. a What's it called? A cross a crossover episode. I think they with, did a crossover. Both of them? Yeah. I think there was a crossover episode. I could be wrong on that one, but but yeah. So those two shows were, were super hilarious to me. Uh <laughs> Billy Billy kill trying to constantly kill his, his fighter that's his son. <laughs> oh yeah. But dad. <laughs> Just tell me what you want me to be. I want you dead. <laughs> oh, dad. He's always like, oh, dad. But I think he finally accepted him. Yeah, that was that was it was an interesting, interesting show. But yeah, and then Kids Next Door, I it was just really cool. Um, and if you guys remember uh playing if you know back when Cartoon Network that you could play video games on Cartoon Network's website. Um oh, the code name Kids Next Door games I thought were freaking bangers. Um, so so yeah, really good one. And my number one, and I think, I think this is a show that I think me and Edward can both agree on. Is is definitely I would assume is probably on top of of both our lists, and that's Ed and Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the show. I mean, I feel like me and Edward have quoted Ed and Eddie amongst each other plenty of times. Um, freaking Rolf, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Johnny two by four, Kevin, oh, yeah. Naz, uh, Sarah, just all the characters. I loved all the characters on that show. Um, obviously, Ed and Eddie, uh, the can- the Cankers. Yeah, it was. Oh god, the Canker Sisters. Yeah, the. I remember that was the first time ever. I was just like, man, dude, I want to get some. I want to get some of these jawbreakers. 
and like they're not even remotely as massive. I think, oh, I, like, God, I think yeah. the biggest one I one I ever found was like kind of like the size of one of those like super bouncy balls that we used to get from the from like the little dollar, the little coin, the quarter thing, little quarter machine. Oh yeah, that's right. So so yeah, so I was just like, but yeah, and, and, and I, I feel like that was definitely one of the shows that you and me both both really enjoyed. But yeah, so what's your three of it? All right, so my three up. Number three, I'm going into Adult Swim for this one, uh, Raroni Kenshin. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then that was actually like action packed. Um, number two, um, I'd have to say on that one, number two, um, Number two, I'd have to say Dexter's Laboratory. And then number, number one. one. Yeah, and number one is uh, Ed and Eddie. You already knew. Yeah. I think obviously because you're also an Ed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, nah, but I mean, I grew up with that one. That's why. Well, I mean, we grew up with it, but it was just funny because it was like literally an ep- a show about three guys named Edward. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they, they just spelling, I guess. Hmm? It was like different spelling as well. Well, because they 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 were all different versions of Edward, which is that you know they called Ed Ed, Double D was Double D, and then Eddie mm-hmm. was Eddie. So, but it was just all different variations of Edward. So I was like, <laughs> Edward's over here being the uh, freaking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, just pointing at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, yeah, really good show, man. That was one of my favorite shows. Um, still to this day. I'm waiting up for speed. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Such great yes. moments. But all right, that's three yeah. up, three down. Uh we want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com. Also follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly Up Media and at Belly Up Sports. Um Things are coming, man. Make sure you guys follow them up to see big stuff that's going to be happening over at Belly Up. Also, shout out to Alejandra Gomez. She created the Insert Name FC logo. Love you, Alejandra. Follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics for the next. Once again, at a.g.graphics for the next. Also, shout out to our producer, Roseville Spencer. Um, he's, he's about to get ready for his big move to Seattle. Um, so, you know, Good luck there, buddy. Uh, but you know he's he's still our great producer. He's, he's the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year Award, which right now looks like uh, Robert Lewandowski is going to be leading that in that one again. Uh, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. If you guys need some beats done for a podcast, a YouTube channel, or heck, you want to get into music, well, get with Spencer, man. The dude just just does it. He does it and he does it well. So, no. Yeah. We love you, Spencer. Take you know, have safe travels whenever, you, whenever you go to Seattle because that is quite the drive from Alabama. Um, so yeah, man. But all right, that is episode one hundred eight. Catch us next week with episode one hundred nine, which will be our preview. Our our pre- preview. I guess yeah. I guess preview. in a sense will be preview. Our preview and prediction of the twenty twenty two FIFA World Cup in Qatar. 
Yep. Uh, that's going to be a good one. All right. So thank you for listening. Catch us next week. All right. Take care, guys. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.